Blog Talk Radio. Because if it had not been for you, we would not be here. We opened our eyes this morning, God, because you gave us the strength to open our eyes. We were able to rise because you gave us strength in our limbs and the facilities of our body. We were able to get here, God, because you blessed us and brought us the way of safety and did not allow harm to come to us, Lord. We're grateful to again come into your presence 
Because we know where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And as we come before you today, have your way, Lord. Let flesh be crucified, that you might be glorified, that your people might be edified in the name of Jesus. For God in you is life. And that's what we seek, God, life, eternal life, God. And we pray, O oh God, today that you will touch every person that have come seeking you, Lord. Bind the hand of the devil, God. Rebuke the hand of the enemy, Lord. God, let your anointing that resonates in this place even now. God, let there be an outpouring on your people. We need you, God, to take us to another level in you, Lord. God, we're faced with demonic forces, God. Evil spirits have come up against us, Lord, and we need to be fortified with your power. God, we can't make it on our own strength, God. We don't have enough to stand on, Lord. But we know, God, that your joy is our strength. Fill us up on today in the name of Jesus. Somebody have come this morning burdened down, God, with the issues of life, God. Somebody, God, is in the battle of their life. Somebody's God, fighting in their mind and in their spirit, Lord, where the devil have come in to war against them, Lord. But we thank you, God, because we know greater are you that's within us than he that is within this world, God. We know, God, that you are a deliverer, Lord, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you're no short of your promise, Lord, and you're able to deliver us, Lord. Touch us on today, Lord. We need you like never before. Fill us up with the Holy Ghost, God, and give us a refilling, Lord, that when we leave here today, Lord, huh? we can leave with your anointing, Lord, huh? that as we meet men and women, boys and girls, huh? they might be converted to know who you are, Lord. Huh? In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Huh? We thank you because you are a healer. Huh? You're the God that healeth thee, huh? and healing is in your wings, huh? and you're able to touch our feeble bodies. Huh? You're able to save our troubled souls, huh? and in the name of Jesus, huh? bind every demon, Lord, huh? every demonic force, Lord. Huh? God, that comes to keep us uh, in the same place, Lord. Uh, we're willing, God, to surrender uh, and say yes to your will, Lord. Uh, we're willing to turn our lives, God, uh, over into your hands, Lord. Uh, because we come to the place, God, uh, where we realize like never before, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, more than anything we know, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, while men are trying to find, God, uh, solutions to this chaotic world, God, uh, we're looking to you. Lord, because we know for every right desire, there is an answer. And Jesus, you're that answer. There's no need for us, God, to turn hither or thither, Lord. We need but to look for you, Lord, because you're the answer, God, for our troubled lives, Lord. Touch on the day, God. Break every yoke, oh God. Save on the day, God. Deliver on the day, God. Jesus, we need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. We know that you're able to save our souls. We know that you're able, God, to heal our bodies, Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to turn our situations around. Jesus, no other help we know. No other help we know. No other help we know, God. You're able, Jesus, to deliver our children. You're able, Jesus, to save 
the unsaved husband. You're able, Jesus, to heal the cancer patient. Nothing too hard for you, Jesus. No other God we know. We know that you're able, Jesus. We know that you're able, Jesus. We say yes to your will, God. Yes to your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. And we'll thank you for it. And we'll give your name the praise. And we'll bless you, Lord. Yes, we thank you, Lord. And we bless your holy name. Come on, open your mouth and give the Lord some praise.
We have not forgotten all you've done Counting every blessing one by one, yeah Your love did not condemn Instead you said your only son Keeping us from danger every day So we take the time to give you praise We lift our eyes to you because Above you there's no
for us, Lord. Life, health, and strength. 
but he want to do more for me. Hallelujah. Much more. Yeah. Sometimes it's money. Sometimes it's a healing. Sometimes it's something else. Yeah. Something I've been asking him for. He go on and do it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we're grateful unto him this morning. And uh, we want him to do more. So if I want more, I got to give him more. Hallelujah. More praise, more worship. Uh, Sometimes more fasting. Yeah. Sometimes overnight uh, spending it with him. Yeah, turning everybody off and everything off and just go to him. And I know some people uh, may feel like, well, she used to call me right back. She used to do this and she used to talk with me. Listen, there come a time when you have to spend some time with God. There come times when we have to spend time in his word. And now it's more often than it ever was before. We should be spending more time with him so that he can speak back to us, leading God us in the right path for his name's sake, so that we can come up in him because we don't know when he's returning and we want to be ready when he comes. I don't want to have my uh, entire wedding gear, you know, all my outfit together. And when he returns, I got my dress on and my veil on, but I don't have the shoes on. That means I'm not ready. When I get my hair done, get all the things together I'm supposed to have. And when he returns, I'm just ready to step with him. Yeah, the bridegroom is coming. Hallelujah. And we need to be prepared. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So we're grateful unto him. And again, this is a praying time. Oh, yeah, this is a fasting time. This is a study time, yeah, of his word. This is the time to keep our mind on him. Yeah, his word says if I keep my mind on him, he's going to keep me in perfect peace. No matter what come my way, I won't be stressed out. I remember him. That he is, hallelujah, a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Are we seeking him daily? Yeah, all day if we can. Tell the Lord about it. Because there are some things going on in each of our lives we need him to fix. We can't remove it. We can't take it away. Only he can. Yeah. And if we spend some quality time with him, he will. Sometimes he'll put us in trials where we can't help but stay with him. <laughs> because if things was going smooth, we hit and miss. We'll pray in the morning. And when 12 o'clock come, we done forgot to pray. 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Yesterday I got a chance to just lay out. Mm-hmm. And it's all right this morning in Jesus' name. Better days are coming. Hallelujah. Better days are coming for the believer that stay with God. Better days are coming for the prayer warriors that continue to pray. Not my will be done, but your will be done. Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He's got a purpose and a plan and a system for us. Yeah, if we can just get with him. When you pray, don't move so quick after you pray. Stay there a minute and listen to see if he's saying something to you. Because most times he will talk back. Yeah. He's going to tell you something. Uh-huh. But we move so quick. Pray and get up. Pray and go on. Pray and then start some praising. 
and watch what happens. Hallelujah. He is who he say he is. He's almighty God. He's the God that have all power. There's no higher power today. Jehovah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And he'll walk us through anything we need to go through. He'll walk us through it. And so I'm so grateful unto him this morning. And Pastor David, I want you to know this too shall pass. And I also want you to know this this morning. He has not forgotten you. Nothing he said. Thank you. Hey, God, the day, Lord Jesus. Hey, he has not forgotten nothing he said. Nothing he said he has not forgotten. Timing is everything with him. He's got perfect timing. And look, when he get through, you'll come out with more than a smile on your face. Yeah, when he get through every door that should be open to you will be open. Mm-hmm. The lessons that you need to learn, the things that he knows the very intent of your heart, Pastor David. He knows what you really want. And when these trials get through passing, you're going to have what you really want from him. The wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, even the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. Hallelujah. All great things coming your way. Great things hey, coming your way. Ah, this trial come to make you strong. Hallelujah. Continue to pray. Continue to seek him. And uh, he's going to give you what you need and more. Because he's a God that supply needs according to his riches and glory by his son, Christ Jesus. And what this is all about, too, is ministry. Hey, Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you today. Thank you. He was the one called you out of darkness into this marvelous light. And the calling on your life, he go, he's going to show you through the midst of all of these trials how ministry is going to come into play. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. As you're waiting on him, he's going to renew you. When he gets done, you're going to be able to truly lift your hands to him and tell him thank you. Their money won't be an issue either. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Because see, Many times, men, they have to have something. They have families. They have wives. And there are things that they are used to doing. And when God come in and he cut things off, they looking, I got to do this. They trying over here. They trying over there. But nothing is really, really coming to uh, fruition. I think that's the word. Nothing is really coming into play yet. Because it appears everything has been cut off. But God shut it down. <laughs> because it's a new beginning coming for you, Pastor David. New days, new things. Yeah. It won't always be like this. <laughs> God is perfecting that which is concerning you. Sooner or later, it'll work in your favor. Oh, right now, God is turning it around. For you, hallelujah. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, he's doing it for you. Just wait on him, wait on him, wait on him. Be of good courage, be of good cheer. Because when this is over, and it's not going to be forever, mm -hmm. but when this is over, 
again, you're going to truly be able to lift your hands to God and tell him thank you from a sincere heart. Because when you see what he has done for you, my goodness, all you won't be able to do nothing but tell him thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Your family. Oh, he's going to take care of some things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ah, yeah. Because he knows the very intent of your heart and what you truly want to do, even for your family. Hallelujah. And it's all right today in Jesus' name. And we're grateful unto Almighty God because he's on our side. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you this morning. We thank you, Jesus. Yeah. There is none like him. And uh, we're moving on this morning uh, in Jesus. And we thank him. I can't thank him enough for all he has done. I have a request. And uh, I'm going to the request in, in just a minute. But I'll guest today, I want to say, is Bishop Willie James Campbell, and I believe he passed away a while back. But I listened to this message, and uh, very powerful, very powerful, and the uh, uh, title of his message is, I, 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 look here, I didn't write the title down, y'all, but anyway, well, let me see that I write it over here. God is on your side. Yeah, God is on my side today. That means he's on your side too. And if he be for us, he's more than, again this morning, the whole world against us. We just need to give him what he needs to work with. Well, what do he need, Barbara? He needs a sincere heart. Well, what else he need, Barbara? He needs praise and prayer. He needs communication with you. He needs you to talk to him about every little situation. Yeah. Or what else, Barbara? He want to fix our hearts and regulate our minds. He want us to be for him like we, like he's for us. He want us to be faithful unto him like he's faithful unto us. And it's not that we can't do it. It's just a matter of fact of making up your mind to do it. To be faithful unto God. No matter what that flesh wants, we're going to give God what he wants. And it's already all right. I'm telling you, I have to pray, and I'm I'm working on some things because this is what happens. Many times things come your way, you don't like it. You're not used to it. You don't want it because you don't like it. But if we can hold on a little while longer, he's going to show us not only you like it, but you're going to love it. <laughs> he know us, know every strand of hair on your head. He know what you're going to do tomorrow, and tomorrow is not promised to us, but he know what's going to happen tomorrow. He know what's going to happen later on today. Yeah. I thank God this morning that he can give us any and everything that we need. I pray the prayer of faith that he would give us more uncommon blessings and favors and miracles. And he's showing his head just a tad bit. God just showing the blessing just a little bit. But our eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the hearts of man. <laughs> of men, the things that God has in store for us. And that's the generic term, men and women. We don't even know. And it's not when we go back with him. But all send that mighty girl. But it's right here 
on the earth. Right here, he had blessings for us. Yeah. But I look back at it many days in my going through, and the song come to me, must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? No. There's a cross for everyone, and I know there's a cross for me. Some days I feel like I'm spoiled by God because of the way he blesses me. Oh, you have no clue. Bless me all in my mind. Hey, glory. Ha. All in my heart. He blesses me. And I'm thankful unto him. Things could be so much worse. So much worse. Oh, but I bless him today. Hallelujah. And I thank him for all he has done for me. What he's doing right now, because he's doing great and mighty things for me. Oh, yeah. Every now and then, the enemy want to show me you do have asthma. Look at you. You got a little problem breathing, don't you? <laughs> oh, I have to laugh because I know for myself, greater is he that lives within me than he that is in this old world. Yeah. With God, everything going to turn out right. Now, if I leave him, I can't say what will happen. But I know if I stay with him, everything is going to turn out right. Hallelujah. And then one another thing, I can operate in this whole body. Even if I got asthma, I still can operate. And if I die, I'm going to be with him. So it's a win-win situation either way it goes. As long as I look to the hills from which cometh my help. All of my help comes from the Lord. He made the heavens and the earth. Yeah. As long as I trust him with all my heart, not some of it, but all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. And all my ways I acknowledge him, he's going to direct my path. Because see, sometimes what we're looking at is, oh, that's going on now. And it's going to happen. No, it's not. Don't speak what, what you don't want to happen to happen. I don't speak it. Many days I repent because I don't spoke some. Uh, wait a minute, Lord, forgive me for that. No, Lord, not that. I'll change that thing right quick. You hear me? Yeah. He told me about my children. You lean into your own understanding with them. You're looking at what they're doing instead of what I say. Oh, glory to his majesty. I got to believe the report of the Lord. He he said they, they healed and they filled and, and they got the victory. <laughs> And it's in Jesus. Hallelujah. It's in his word. And it may take them longer, but they're going to get there because he said so. He let me run out there and live my testimony. Boy, look at here, look at here. I'm out there living it. Didn't even know it was going to be a testimony unto him. I'm thinking I'm smart. I'm thinking I'm doing my thing. I'm thinking I got it where I want it to be. Oh, I can send this. I can have that. And uh, nobody know about Theon nail polish. Oh, I just know some things other women don't know. Foolishness, foolishness. And then it got to the place where I found out only through him I'm going to know some things other people don't know. Only through him. I'm going to know that he come and speak to me one-on-one. -on -one, and what's for me is for me. Huh? When I got smart, this when I got smart, when I began to fear God. When I began to fear him, I became wise. I got me some wisdom. 
before out there in the streets with that foolishness, what I'm wearing and how my hair looking. And look, it's nonsense. And I was just as crazy as a bed bug because of this. I'm going to wear the same half-style Bic and wine as well. And honey, y'all better know, I thought I was all of that in a bag of donuts. Ooh, Lord, I got the Bic and wine and cut. Back in the day, I paid $65 for this habit. Foolishness. Why didn't I get my own hairstyle? Why I got to wear what Vicky wear? Yeah. My name is not Vicky. My name is Barbara, and I needed to get me a Barbara's hairstyle. <laughs> but none of that came into play until I began to fear God. Once I found him, I began to fear him. He began to give me wisdom. He began to teach me better. Because I'm following the world and what everybody in the world trying to do. I'm trying to accomplish the American dream. There's no such thing. I need to accomplish the vision that God has shown me through the work that he called me to do. Yeah. There's a lot of foolishness when we're in the world that we follow. We, we, we listen to foolishness on TV. I, I look at uh, all the tattoos. Everybody almost you see is full of tattoos, and it's like they can't get enough. But all of that is nonsense and foolishness. They haven't begun to fully seek God and know this for themselves. The beginning of wisdom is to fear the Lord. When you fear God, you're going to begin to get some wisdom. When you acknowledge him in all your ways, he's going to direct your path. But until we get there, we're going to walk in foolishness and the foolishness of this old world. Some people, well, they say that uh, they, they say that, that, that Audi is the car to drive this year. They'll go out and almost kill themselves to get an Audi. Because they got to have the latest thing. Some people just have to have the latest technology. Uh-uh. That's not the way. God give us technology that we can reach overseas. We can reach other states and cities. Yeah. Not so I can get on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and show y'all what I'm working with. Or to be honest, I'm not working with anything. But because he lives. And he blesses me. And he continues to give me wisdom. I can make it through this old life. Hallelujah. I can hear that. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. See, I know he holds my future. And life is worth the living just because he lives. See, because of him, I can face the day and any other day. Hallelujah. Oh, he's my God this morning. He's on our side. He's for you. He's for you. He is for you. We're going through some things, but God is yet for us. Our trials again today only come to make us strong. And look what Jesus went through. Do we think we're going to escape? It's a suffering way. I can't tell them that, oh, it's so easy now. It's a suffering way. 
because many days you're going to suffer. And look here, you're going to suffer many times because of other people, not because of you. My testimony was for other people. I went through what I went through for others so that I could stand up for him anywhere, anytime and any place and let him know he is who he say he is. He's got all power. And so that I could tell you this morning, he's on your side. Hey, in spite of what you're going through, in spite of what's happening, he's yet for you. And if we can shake all of that off and look to the hills for which cometh our help and tell him thank you, somebody's not here to go through a trial. Somebody's not here to feel hurt and pain. Yeah. God is doing some things in our lives. Yeah, yeah. And Minister Shonda, it won't always be like this. Hey, glory, glory. Hallelujah. God is perfecting that which is concerning you. Sooner or later, Shonda is working in your favor. God is turning it around for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, there should be $10,000 coming for you, Minister Shonda. I can't tell you in how long or how many days he has not given me that. But he showed me that yesterday, and I began to pray that he would move quickly. Because if he gives you this money, there are some things he's going to expect from you, and you already know what they are. Yeah, he is going to come to you boldly like Big and strong, so you'll know for yourself. He gave me this money so I could do this, A, B, C, D, whatever it is. And then you're going to have some money saved. You'll be able to save some money. And where you was, he's going to put you back there and pass where you was financially. He's going to move you past where you dropped off and where things started turning as if they was turning backwards. God going to move for you in a mighty way. I'm telling you, woman. I'm telling you today, hallelujah. Another reason why he blessed you, you're like Abraham, you believe. Hey, glory, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Master. We thank you this morning. Hallelujah. You believe that's the key. And many people don't really have that key. They wonder about it. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. All of that, but if he speak it, you believe it, and go on about your business. He show up and show you. <laughs> oh, but it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, and Lord, do it quickly for her in the name of Jesus. Hey, move, Lord, in a mighty way. It will lift many burdens from her. Oh, do it today in the name of Jesus. We ask again, and Father, we thank you. We thank you. It won't always be like this. Hallelujah. That's hope right there. Huh? That's hope. God is protecting that which concerning me. Sooner or later. I look at God turning it around for me too. <laughs> It'll work in my favor. God is turning it around for me. I feel the spirit of the Lord moving. Hallelujah. Thank you, Master. Hey, God, I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you today. We give you glory. 
We give you honor and praise. Father, there's none like you. And we thank you this morning for what you're doing for us. But, Lord, we don't always deserve you. We don't ever really deserve you. Ah, but your grace and your mercy, most of all, your love for us. And we thank you. We can't say thank you enough. Ah, for what you're doing for us right now. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. It is already all right today in Jesus' name. Sister Dot, just lift your hands to the Lord and just say thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Hallelujah. I've seen some days being added to you. Mm-hmm. Some days being added. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I didn't see a spryness. <laughs> A more of a spryness coming, because I, I know you're spry, and I know it's like you 40 years old, but God is adding some things, yeah, and I know you feel all right, and, and it's going to be all right, it's going to be all right, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah, Sister Jerry, I just need you to let it all go today and let God, that's all I hear, let it all go and let me. Because he's he, he's already worked it out. The plan ha- was already there. He's just working his plan out. And all you need to do is wait on him. Yeah. Don't be in no rush. And know what? A bunch of talking about it. And now, 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 I'm going to find me another conversation to talk about. Because God said he already got a plan and he's working that plan. So there's no need for me to say nothing try to do a whole bunch, he's going to work this thing out for me. Yeah. I've seen two people at your door, Sister Jerry, and they're coming to bring you good news. So when you think on this, I want you to clap them hands and begin to lift God up, begin to praise him. Hallelujah. It's already all right this morning in Jesus' name. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Sister Spinner. Better days are coming by and by. Before we reach that city way up in the sky, troubles will be over. I'll be right in rest. Better days are coming by and by. Oh, yeah, better days. Better days. That's what I can hear. Better days are coming. Yeah. Because, see, the devil, he want to do some things, and he thinks he got something going on. But God got a purpose and a plan and a system for you. Yeah. And it's already done. It's already, He can't do nothing about it. Now, he want to come and harass you and aggravate you. Yeah. But you can't stop it. And whenever he get the business, oh, boy, when things go to really going from east, south, north, and west, going really bad, just know this. Three feet away from you is the blessing. Uncommon. Miracles, uncommon favor, more than you need. Yes, sir, Brother Lou, I'm going to say it this morning. <laughs> yeah, more than you need is already there. Hallelujah. And no matter what the enemy show you, no matter what he say, no matter what you hear, you remember Proverbs 3, 5 through 7 and trust God because he's got the last word on everything concerning your life. Everything in your life, everything that go on with you, God have the last word. 
I told you many times I went on a job interview several times. They told me no, I wasn't what they was looking for. One time I was getting ready to walk out the door and went to get my purse out the chair and the man said, wait a minute, hold on, you know what? Sit, sit, sit right back down for me. You, you got a minute. I had all the time in the world. You called me in for the interview. You know I'm going to stay to the last drop. I said, um, he said, you know, we got this right here, and I think you would be good at this. And guess what else? This pays more. This pays more. Oh, my God. Matter of fact, it paid $2 more. He looked at it, and he said, look, can you report in the morning at 8 o'clock? I said, yeah, I'll be here by 745 if you're open. <laughs> Had one to tell me now, you know, uh, it don't appear you have enough experience for what we're looking for. I said, okay, and I got my grip, you know, my, my purse and thing, and went on out the door and went where I wanted to go and was headed home. And when I got home on the answer machine, he had called me back. Said he wanted to talk to me again. Okay, went back in. When can you start? One of them asked me, can you start today? <laughs> God have the last word over our lives and the things in our lives. A lot of times we apply because we feel we qualify. Honey, go on and apply because God is who he say he is. Remember this, the earth is his. The fullness thereof. The world invaded dwell therein. Look, the earth is his and the fullness, everything in here belongs to God. I don't care what man says. And look, they have changed the way people think. Some of these people talking to me, I don't I don't know what in the world they talking about. Do you hear me? Because it's not like it's everyday language. And everybody trying to show everybody how smart I am. I told you, I was dumb as a box of rocks till I come to God. I begin to fear him. He gave me wisdom. I desired to live for him daily. He gave me wisdom. Some days I'd be so tickled, feared, I just want to lay on the floor and kick and scream and laugh loud. Well, I'm like, these some fools, and they following other people, and they following fools. You heard what he said about the blind leading the blind. Everybody ending up in the ditch. <laughs> Everybody go be in the ditch with the minnows and the tadpoles and the frogs. No, no, no. I don't want none of that. Lord, bless me to land on dry land. Bless me to land on a foundation that's not given in right away. Hallelujah. But we got to look to the hills. Yeah, our help comes from the Lord. He made the heavens and he made the earth. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, Sister Irene, I'm going to need you to hang on to Proverbs 3, 5 through 7 for the next seven days. Listen to me now. I want you to read Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. Meditate in it. Quote it. Meditate in it. Quote it. Meditate in it, quote it, until it get in your spirit. And when you when you quote it, it catch you in the spirit of God. It's going to relieve some stress. 
it's going to heal some other things in your life. Yeah. And don't worry about your daughter. God got that all in control. Yeah. She accepted him as her Lord and Savior no matter what the outcome of it is. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So even if she leave this earth, she's going to a better place. Many times people hold people here. Oh, mama, don't go. They praying that the Lord, Lord, keep her here. Lord, don't let mama die. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Touch and heal her body, Lord. The Lord said that ain't what she wants. She ain't want no healing. She want to get up out of here. Yeah. And that's what he will allow. Mm-hmm. Well, she ready to take her rest. We want to keep her here where we can keep. I got my mama. I can do this and that. Mm-hmm. And mama said, no, I ain't going to do this and that. I'm going on. <laughs> I'm going to a better place. I'll see you after a while when you get there. Yeah, keep living right before the Lord. It's going to be all right. And so we thank, but we thank for the day. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You know what you're going to make me play that song, Pastor David? I'm just waiting on Jesus. Lord, I'm going to wait until my waiting days because they'll soon be over. I'm going to wait on him. Yeah, because we got to wait on him. We can, what can we change? Not a thing. Nothing we can change. We got to wait on him. Mm-hmm. Now, once he's finished, it's better than it could ever be. Once he's finished, oh, boy, I feel like we're walking on cotton. Yeah, it's a great thing. It's a great day. Mm-hmm. It's already all right. Hallelujah. Look here, Sion. I just need you to lift your hands, too. Whenever you get a chance, if you have to go to the bathroom later on, I want you to clap your hands. That's all I want you to do. The devil going to be mad now. He mad, he mad, he mad. But clapping your hands, that's showing him, I believe God, and God is doing it. Everything that he promised, he's going to fulfill. Guess what? He got the power. He's able to do that. He's able to do that. I speak uncommon uh, a favor even on your job and everywhere you go. Uncommon favor. If you go to McDonald's, let's say you go for coffee, McCafe, they're going to make it so good, you'll be like, oh, it ain't never tasted this good before. Yeah, uncommon favor. Hallelujah. Uncommon healing for our bodies. Uncommon healing. He healed all matter of sickness and disease. Oh, yeah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Area code 90. Well, I'm going to say this. Uh, 529. I want to say this this morning uh, to you. Uh, 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 there's a, a new day coming. Ronald Brown says he was walking in the light because holiness is right. And we got to do whatever it is to become of holiness. Our dress, 
our, our thoughts, our talk. I mean, we have some freedom now because freedom to laugh and joke around and this and that. I, I see the Lord giving you some rest. And in the midst of it, you're going to be like, no, I, I wanted this long, but you, you said you wanted it. And therefore, he's given it. And uh, I also want you to go to Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. And I want you to stay there for the next three days. Yeah, you can turn it loose on Saturday. But Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, stay right there. And just trust the Lord. And the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. And anything you want to step out in, you're going to step out in faith. Not too, too much considering what man thinks. Because if he be for you, it's more than the whole world against you. The world can say whatever they want. The job can say whatever it want to say. God has spoken. All I'm going to do is say amen. I've been on the phone with people and they say, oh, your voice. I, I just like your voice. I'm like, it's grassy and horses and sound like a man. What did you But <laughs> what is, they hear the anointing. And then I said, well, listen, would you mind if I pray for you? No, no, not at all. I begin to pray. I've had people to say, uh, God bless you. And I know they wasn't going to church every Sunday. And I know they wasn't in God. I just got through hearing them cussing somebody. But they said, God bless you. See, because it's going to be something about you. Mm-hmm. To let others know that you're different. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, we moving right along this morning, and I'm going to this next request. And uh, after this next request, we're moving right on with Bishop Willie James Campbell. And uh, God is on my side. Yes, he is. He's for us today, all of us. And we thank him. Hallelujah. I love this song, too. And uh, I thank uh, you for requesting it. And uh, I, I just happened to find it through one of the songs Brother Lewis sent to me. And I heard these women, and I just fell in love with the song. And so somebody else has fell, two more people fell in love with it, too. Hallelujah. Let's go to this one.
1 Samuel, and let's look at where God deals with him, with David, and let's see what David says in 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter, and the 32nd verse. When you get it, say amen. Now, 1 Samuel is next to 2 Samuel. All right, got that. It's in the Old Testament. All right. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. Mm. That's saying something. Seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Skip down, if you will, to the 44th verse. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me. And I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beast of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day, Will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Close your Bible and take somebody by the hand and say these words with me. Neighbor, I don't care what it is. God is on your side. Our God and our Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for this people. Bless us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Listen, let's take a look, if you will, and go with me on wings of imagination. And let's go back. And let's become spectators in the court of God's arena as we watch David develop. I want you to notice when you said God is with you, that every individual under the sound of my voice, God takes you through what I call a stage of development. Everything that occurs in your life happens for a reason and for a season. Everything that happens to you may not be good to you, but some things are good for you. There are some relationships that you've had in the past that devastated you, but it was necessary for that to take place. 
in order for God to get you where you are now. Now all God wants to do now is shift your mindset. Because instead of you looking at things as disappointments, as failures, God wants you to look at them as stepping stones. Everything that occurred, my hurts, my pain, all of that happened to get me here tonight so that God could take me to the next level. And tonight he wants me to learn how to appreciate where I've been. Mm, I got to appreciate. Preacher, you mean I got to appreciate that lie? Yes. You've got to appreciate that lie that was told on you that almost devastated you. The people that you thought were your friends that were in your veins, and you found out that they were really friendly enemies, and they hurt you, and some of you all are harboring old hurts that need to be out of you. You should never go into a new relationship with old baggage. Ah, I'm going to have to have some help up in the Holy Ghost. Too many people go from one relationship to the next, and they get into new relationship without healing from the old one. That old relationship took you through some emotional changes. And you thought that the way to get, out of, to get it out of your system was by getting into a new relationship. Wrong thing. What you need to do is take some time to appreciate yourself. Before you take excess baggage into your next relationship, you need some time to purge. Ah. You need some time to get some stuff out of you that was choking you in the last relationship, the last test, the last trial, the last thing you went through that almost made you backslide, that put you on the brink of spiritual devastation where you felt like God wasn't studying about you, God didn't care, and the devil kept on telling you that God don't love you. If God loved you, you wouldn't be going through what you're going through. You ain't anointed because if you wasn't anointed, ain't no way in this world an anointed person should have to deal with what you're dealing with. You God talking about you got all that anointing and what God did for you. And every time you testify, the devil hits you with something else. That ought to tell you that God ain't studying about you. That's a lie. What God is doing is taking you through so you can get to. And what you're concentrating on is what you're going through. And you got to take your eyes off of what you're going through. And focus on what you're going to. Because if God didn't allow this to happen, then I wouldn't know what I could stand. But since God has allowed this to happen to me, God must have a purpose for it. And whatever the purpose is, even if I don't understand it, I'm going to learn how to please God in spite of how I feel. Because if I can only praise Him when I feel good, I don't think much of your praise. Sometimes you got to praise God when the odds say ain't no need of praising him. But that devil is a lie. The more I praise God, the more I approve of God. And the more I approve of God, the more God's going to bless me. You thought I was something last year, but the devil is a lie. This year, God's getting ready to take me to a whole nother level. How oh, have I got some help in this house? You better tell somebody and tell them I'm out of here, I'm out of here, I'm out of here. Woo, some of y'all didn't even tell them like you was going nowhere. The devil did everything he could to mess you up. As a matter of fact, he tried to discourage you even on today and told you to stay at home. Ain't no need of you going to church, stay at home. But you pressed your way. That was in divine order. 
The devil said, I'm going to keep you at home, but God said, not so. If you make it to church on a broken piece, at least you'll make it there. Because if the devil was going to be victorious, you would be at home now. But because God was designing your steps, God said, get up and go to church. And now that you're here, God's got a word for you. I don't care what the devil in hell think he's going to do to you. It ain't going to work. You better tell somebody, God is on my side. Ah, that's a good place to give the Lord a little praise up in here. Ah, ain't no harm to give him a little praise. Come on, clap your hands and take you about a 30-second praise break. Let the devil know, hey, I made it. Come on, you got to clap your hands like you sure enough mean it. You mean it. Ah, now, come on, let, let me finish, let me finish. Come on, monster. Ah, the devil designed things that he uses as instruments to defeat you. If the one thing you'll notice about David, David had a spirit of persistence. Whenever people would tell David, you can't do it, David would say, yes, I can. You see, if you catch what I'm saying to you, every event that takes place in your life, Many times, you look at them as tests and trials. I look at them as vehicles that God is using to move you to the next level. All right. Things that happen in your life occur, and the devil designs them for your defeat. God knows you. Only God is in charge, and only God knows predestination. In other words, he whom God knows, he predestines. God had his hand on you when you were sitting up in the lounge drunk. Uh, yeah, can't get much help there. Uh, when you was out there gangbanging, selling your drugs, God had his hand on you. See, if God had not had his hand on you, you'd be dead now. But God had his hand on you and said, no, I got to bring you through this because I got to let you have a testimony of how I brought you out of that. That bullet that whizzed past your head and hit your friend next to you. God said, I can't let nothing happen to you because I've got something in your destiny that I've got to take you through this so you can testify how close you came. It was one step between you and death. And I took you past that step and brought you out of it. Now, don't you look back and start getting pitiful. You look back and say, hey, thank God, look where I am now. Everything the devil meant for evil, God turned that thing around for your good. People look at you and say, oh, yeah, and you know, have you ever run into people that always remember when? They will never forget. I remember when you were nothing. I remember when you were so drunk you didn't know your name. And you look at them, don't get an attitude with them. Look at them and laugh with them. And then look at them and when they get through saying all that, look at them and say, hey, but never mind what I used to be. Just look at me now. What you knew was back then, but look at what God has done for me now. I ain't drunk no more. I'm sober enough to let God know I love him, I appreciate him, and I thank him.
See, you got some proud folk that just think they all of that and a bowl of cereal too. Then you got some folk that God takes you through to humble you, to let you know you need me. See, the depth of your suffering determines the height of your anointing. If you've never been through nothing, you've got nothing coming. Some of y'all got some anointings coming because God owes you something. Because you took some stuff that by all rights and purposes, you should have snapped and cracked. But because God has had his hand on you, you took it and you came out with a praise. That's why you see folk praise God in different ways. Sometimes you got to give God what I call a pressure praise. Sometimes you got to praise God holding on to something. You don't feel all that anointing, but you know you owe God a praise, so you just get by there and you hold on to something and you praise him. And then sometimes you got to give God a necessary praise. That is, God, I owe you because you brought me out, so here it is, God. But then sometimes you just start thinking of the goodness of Jesus and everything he's done for you. You take your hand off the pew, you get to a spot by yourself, you don't need no music. You just go to praising God like you done lost your mind. That's because you know who's on your side. I dare you to touch three people and tell them he's there, he's there, he's there. You can't be scared. Some of y'all won't even touch nobody, but the devil is alive. Touch him and tell him he's there, he's there, he's there. Look at you, look at you. You ain't seen nothing yet. Nothing. God ain't through yet. God still got some more for you. God don't have retired saints. Ooh, I guess I said something that time. God does not have a retirement plan. God said you got to work till the day is done. And nowadays, if you take a look at David, David is a resemblance of many people today. As a matter of fact, touch somebody and say, hello, David. Now, don't be scared. Touch him again and say, hello, David. Now, why did you call me David? I called you David because of the fact God is with you. Now, David was chosen by God. Now, if you follow the life of David, when you get a chance, Saul was king, but David was anointed. Saul was in place, but David was on his way. Sometimes you've got to look at where God has taken you. I was talking to my young people the other day. Our education department had a group of young people together, and they asked me to speak to them to give them words of encouragement. And I told them one thing you've got to look at. Every challenge that challenges your intellect is a challenge to take you to the next level. Because you cannot look at every challenge and back away from it. Anything that does not challenge your intelligence, you will soon become bored with. Well, I got some help in here. So challenges come to improve your abilities. If you never have a challenge, you'll become redundant where you are. If something challenges your intellect, it makes you study. If it challenges your stability, it'll make you look for other avenues. If it challenges your salvation, it'll make you pray more. Praise the Lord, somebody. See, everybody wants to just go on flowery beds of ease. I'm saved and I'm having a good time. Anybody that's shown enough saved been through hell. You know, we don't want to complain about it or talk about it, but some of us been through some stuff. And the time that you were going through, and it wasn't no good time. It wasn't no happy time. It was some teary time. It was some time that you just like, you felt like pulling your hair out. You felt like running. 
you felt like jumping. If you couldn't pull yours out, you'd look at somebody else and say, don't mess with me. I'll snatch the hair out of your head. That was a test. Uh, ah, come on, somebody. Come on. Be, be real with me. Be real. Sometimes folk take you through. They don't know where you come from. They just challenge you. And, you know, folk in church, half the people in church don't know nothing about each other. They don't know you came out of the street and you just got saved from fighting last week. You just got saved. Some of y'all ain't saved yet. You're trying to get saved. Because you'll fight if somebody push you. You'll just get physical. And you look at them quickly. Now, 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 now um, excuse me, but um, mm, uh, please, don't, don't, don't. Mm, mm, no, mm, mm. no, no, let me, let me get up out of here because, you know, that old man is coming back up in me. And I, 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 I ain't forgot. I ain't forgot. I ain't forgot. Tell somebody, tell them I've been there, I've been there. And the devil will stir up the old man in you and try to make that old man come up and take over. But when you know where God has brought you from, sometimes it's better to flight than fight. Walk away. I can't get no help up in here. Walk away. No, I'm not going to lose what God has given me over your nonsense because it ain't nothing but a trick of the enemy to make me come out from under the blood, straighten you out, and then rush back under there. But you've got to know consistency with God brings about persistence. If you're consistent with God, you'll be persistent to overcome. And when you look at every test and trial that comes, you've got to know in the bottom of your mind that God is with you. God will never put more on you than what you can bear. If God allows it to happen, there's an escape route. And God is going to develop and mature you in your walk with him. Look at the stuff that you've been through that you didn't give up on, that you held on to God, that by all rights and purposes, you should be out in the street again. But God brought you through it. Look at what happens to David now. Watch the steps of David. When Saul was king, God sends Samuel to Jesse's house. And look at this scenario, if you will. God sends Samuel to Jesse's house. And he tells him to go in camouflage. Don't let everybody know you're going because I'm getting ready to anoint a king. And see, uh, and while the standing king is there, he has lost contact with me. For the Spirit of God had left Saul. God said, I'm going to take my spirit from him. And I'm going to take the kingdom from here. And I've got another king that I'm going to place there. Now, Samuel obeys God and he goes to Jesse's house. Everybody comes before him. And Jesse has eight sons. And out of the seven sons that came before him, none of them could make the vial of oil that really represented the anointing on cork and flow. Samuel sits there frustrated. First he looks at the eldest who's good looking and tall and says, surely this must be the one God said no. Man looks on the outward appearance, but I look on the heart. See, some folk you look at and think they got an anointing when you really need to look at their spirit. What kind of spirit? Oh, I can't get no help in this house. What kind of spirit have you got? 
Are you comfortable with your relationship with God? Do you walk around in arrogance or do you walk around in confidence? And there is a difference between arrogance and confidence. When you're arrogant, you just walk around with this proud look. When you're confident, you know what you know. And you don't have to boast about what you know. All you got to do is watch me. I can't get no help in this house. I don't have to prove nothing to you. I just walk my walk and talk my talk. And when the time comes, the anointing will show up. Have I got anybody in this house that's anointed? Watch this. Touch somebody. If they feel something, you know you got something. Touch them. Ah, if they didn't feel nothing, at least you better act like you felt something to show you got something. Ah, my God. So then David comes and he speaks to Jesse. Samuel speaks to Jesse and says, do you have another son? He said, yes, I've got a young son, but he's out there in the field watching the sheep. And he's a ready boy. But Samuel said to him, get him here. So when David comes, the vial of oil uncorked. The anointing flows over him. But here's what you've got to catch. Seven sons came by. None of them had it. The eighth son came and the oil uncorked. And the anointing flowed. David represented the number eight. And the number eight means new beginnings. God was getting ready to do something new in Israel because the, the old stuff had wore out. Saul never did completely obey God. He was always messing up. So God said, let me prepare David. Now, David, before I take you to the throne, I've got to prepare you. I'm with you. I'm on your side. Some of y'all get in a hurry to get what God has for you. And God says, you're not ready for it yet. I've got to take you through a developing stage. I've got to take you through some tests. I've got to take you through some trials. I've got to temper your temper. I've got to get into your emotions. I've got to bring you down to a level where you can control yourself. Because if I don't give you control, you'll mess up. But if I take you through some stuff, it will temper you to the extent that stuff you couldn't take, now you can take it. Because what you've got to understand is each step takes you a little further. And God is saying, I can't put you at number seven until you complete one, two, and three. You've got a one, two, three anointing, but I'm taking you to a number eight. So therefore, there's some hell you've got to go through, four, five, and six. By the time you get to seven, what you learn at one, you can use it to help you through seven. I wish I had somebody knew what I was talking about. In other words, whatever God allows you to go through, count it all good. Ah, because God's getting ready to take you to a place in here that the devil ain't going to be able to stand you. He don't like you now, but oh, when God gets through blessing you, I can't understand folk whom God blessed, and you want to sit around and look pitiful. We talk like, look, I want to be blessed of God. I want to carry this anointing. I want God to bless me with money. Well, if you want God to bless you with money, you got to start walk, walking and dressing like you got money. Stop wearing these wore-out clothes talking about I want to be blessed. Well, if you want to be blessed, go invest in something nice. Walk and look like you got money. I don't care if you ain't got a dollar in your pocket. Put on some clothes that represent wealth. Stop going 
on the father and son getting them two for five shoes. You, you want to put on some gaiters, get some skins on, get you a suit that match your shoes and wear some socks that match. Oh, Lord, I can't get no help in here. And then when you walk in, you got to walk in with your head up. You're going to always have haters, but ain't nothing you can do with haters. You got to stop looking at haters and look at participators. And if you ain't got but one participator, you and your participator ought to walk with your head up. Hey, y'all, we here. I can't get no help in here. Walk around, God bless you, and you walk around sneaking, covering up your shoes, putting your coat on your new dress. That devil is a lie. Take your coat off. Walk in like you got a million dollars and know you ain't got but three. Anybody look at you and say, what's wrong with you? Say, I'm on my way. This is my year of blessing. I told my folk this year, the first Sunday, I said, look, everybody wear something new. Don't come in here with nothing old. If you ain't got nothing but a new handkerchief, get your new handkerchief and wave it like you got a whole wardrobe. Wear something new because this is new beginnings. We're looking for God for new blessings. Don't come in here with that old stuff. If you got to wear your socks, take off them old raggedy shoes and say, I'm walking in the newness of life. I'm about to step to the next level. The stuff I went through in 2004 got me ready for 2005. I'm not taking nothing off the devil this year. God is taking me to another level. I'm getting a fresh anointing. I'm going to give God more praise. As a matter of fact, I told the folk, as a matter of fact, for the first time, they learned you a new praise. Don't come in with the same old scoot. As a matter of fact, when you come in, if you can't do nothing, say, ah, do that a couple of times. Let the devil know it's a new day. I tell you to get up and go tell three people, it's a new day, it's a new day, it's a new day. It's a new day. Now tell somebody, I got a whole lot of new stuff coming this year. I want you to speak that with some authority. Tell them I got a whole lot of new stuff coming this year. My God, the devil don't know he should have killed me last year. Since he didn't kill me, it's on now. I done learned some new moves. I learned how to bob. I learned how to weave. Devil, it's on now. You got a fight on your head. Have I got anybody here that's ready for the fight? I dare you to tell three people, I'm ready, I'm ready, I am ready. Take your seat. I'm almost through. I'm closing this thing. I'm sorry. I feel like preaching tonight. I just want to. I don't like the devil. I'm sick of him. He just mess with folk and discourage people, depress them. And some of y'all been through some depressing times. God had his hand on David and told David, you know, this, I got something good for you. Look at what happens. Saul, that evil spirit. The Bible says that God took his spirit from Saul. And when God took his anointing, he allowed an evil spirit to come on him. God always will put you in the mind of somebody that you don't even know when it's your time. 
God always got some folk that will put in a word for you on your job. Oh, oh, come on, somebody know what I'm talking about. You think that you're forgotten. You think that it's over for you, but uh uh-uh. Just remember, the steps of a good man, steps of a good woman, are ordered by the Lord. The Lord ordered your steps, and God is getting ready to blow your mind with some blessings. Some folk that you thought don't care nothing about you. God has already put them in your, in your spirit and put them in your spirit and you in their spirit. And they're thinking about you and God's getting ready to open some doors for you that the enemy thought he locked. But God got the key to every door in your life. All you got to do is learn how to praise God in spite of. I dare you to holler real loud, I got to praise him. David wasn't pushing his way. David wasn't pressing his way. David wasn't trying to get in nobody's psyche. David wasn't trying to get in nobody's video. David was just going around doing what was good. But God was with him. In the midst of God being with him, when the evil spirit from the Lord came upon Saul, somebody in the camp of Saul made a suggestion and said that evil spirit can be driven out by music. How many of y'all know that music carries a spirit? That's why I tell my young people there's certain music you can't listen to. Some music carries a spirit, seductive spirit, sexual spirit. I ain't gonna get no help up in here. A few minutes ago I had a whole lot of help, now I can't get no help. You got folk now looking at all these videos with the music and the music that they have is given a subliminal message. And you look at the video, and the video shows naked women. And now, with this down low stuff, you don't even know what man is straight. You don't know if you're getting Steve or Harriet. You just guess it. And that's why people need to pray more now than ever before. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can I get some help in this house? The devil is trying everything he can to disrupt the plan of God. And he's becoming comfortable in the house of God. But what God did was he put his spirit in David. And his spirit in David was the anointing that David carried. For he flowed the oil on his head. And the oil ran down representing the anointing. And when the evil spirit, it was affecting Saul, then somebody in the camp said that Jesse has a boy, and his name is David, and he plays skillfully on the harp. Bring him here so when that spirit comes on you, that he can play the music that will drive it out. I don't care what nobody says. There is some music that can take your depression and turn it into gladness. Ah, some of y'all just used to the wrong kind of music. Ah, how many steppers I got in the house? Don't be shamed. You know you used to step. It's a whole bunch of y'all, but you don't want to raise your hand too quick because you don't want everybody to know you used to step because even now, if the music is right, you're, hey, you go to stepping now. But, ah, uh, Bishop, we got a bunch of steppers up in here. You are step at the drop of a hat when the music get right. You start hearing some of that old stuff that come up and you sit there and you going through and the music come on and you start saying, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That devil just come in. But see, that's when you need some real good church music. Woo, I didn't get no help that time. Y'all said church music don't do for me what rock and roll. Oh, yes, it will. There's some church music that is anointed. There's some songs that will address your situation, that will take you to a level of complacency in God. And when you get complacent in God, I don't care what the devil does or what he says, you just look at the devil and say, mm, it just don't matter. It don't matter because I know God is on my side. Have I got anybody here that know the Lord is on your side? I dare you to touch three people and say, he's on my side, he's on my side. Ah, some of y'all, God is preparing you to do battle with the enemy. When God began to deal with David, and David walked into the house of Saul, because Saul sent a word to Jesse and said, I have need of your son. Saul did not know that David was carrying the anointing for the new beginning of Israel. Saul did not find out until later on. Because you see, he even brought David into his house and made him his armor bearer. And making him his armor bearer, David got close to Saul. Another thing you got to know is, David didn't even know the plan of God for his life. All he knew was, I'm anointed and I'm doing what I got to do. God prepares you in every test and every trial Stop looking at the negative and look at the positive. If God allowed this to happen to me, something good must be coming out of it. I can't see it because I'm too emotionally wrapped up in it. But if I can focus on God, then I know somehow, some way, God's going to make something good come out of this bad experience. I know I got some folk in here that have some bad experiences. As a matter of fact, you're in a bad situation right now. But in the midst of that situation, keep your eyes on God. And I tell you to tell somebody, hang on in there. Speak to them like you mean it. Say, hang on in there. Just a little while longer. God's getting ready to bring you out of it. Some of y'all couldn't even tell nobody that. But the devil is alive. On this Wednesday night, on the 12th day of January, I want you to get ready to be blessed. Before you can really appreciate the blessing, you got to get the blessing in your mind. You got to get the blessing in your spirit. You got to praise God in spite of and you've got to praise him before the blessing get there. Because it's got to conceive in your spirit that on this Wednesday night, God brought me from a mighty long way just to let me know that he's getting ready to blow my mind with an anointing that the devil can't handle. I'm looking at some of y'all. It's been rough for you. You can write a book on test. You can write a book on going through. But you can't tell everybody. Because everybody don't mean you no good. 
Everybody don't want to see you blessed. Everybody don't like your anointing. Everybody don't want to see God take you there. You got to remember who you are. You better touch somebody and say, I told you. Hello, David. Oh, glory. In other words, my name is David. There's some stuff I got to deal with. There's some stuff I got to go through. There's some levels I got to go on. There's some tests and trials that the devil want to kill me with. But the devil is alive. I got to meet Goliath. And I want you all to know there's some Goliaths that are in your camp, that are in your life. When David killed Goliath, that wasn't the end of the giant. For Goliath had some brothers that were big and bad as he was. But David had some giant killers. And I'm about to tell you, God got some giant killers right up in here right now. I dare you to tell somebody I'm a giant killer. I can kill this giant. That giant been messing with me. That giant been running me. That giant been trying me. That giant been testing me. That giant been giving me the blues. But the devil is alive. On the 12th day of January, I'm going down to the brook and I'm going to get me five smooth stones. And I'm letting the devil know that the running is over. I'm not going nowhere, but I'm going to fight you toe-to-toe. I'm going to let you know that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I just don't believe that the Lord brought me this far to leave me now. I don't believe God saved me and filled me with his spirit to let me fall down. I believe God brought you this far to take you to the next level. He just wants your faith to increase. He wants you to get to the place where you can say, for God I'll live and for God I'll die. I may go through something, but I ain't going nowhere because can't nobody do me like a Lord can. Nobody! Ah, nobody! Have I got a witness here? I tell you to tell somebody, I'm not running no more. I'm not complaining no more. I'm going to fight this fight. I'm going to fight the fight of faith. I'm going to lay hold on eternal life. It's been rough for you. But the devil is alive. I can't give up now. I started to give up and throw in the towel. But on Wednesday night, on the 12th day of January, I went to church. And when I got there, the preacher told me that the Lord was with me. And because God is with me, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. This ain't nothing but a test. I can handle this test. I can handle this trial. I got some experience. I've been through some stuff. And everything I went through got me ready to deal with today. And the devil is alive. I'm a winner. I wish I had some winners in here. If I got some 
God to get out of your pew and tell three people, I am a winner. I am a winner. I'm a winner. I've been trying. I've been suffering. I've been depressed. But I'm a winner. I went through hell. I went through the fire. But I'm a winner. God didn't let the fire burn me. Didn't let the water drown me. But he brought me through. He brought me through to get me to this place. And now that I'm here, I'm a giant killer. I want the devil to know when the devil look at you and say, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to knock you out of it. Devil, I got some experience. Talk to me, David. You might not have confidence in me. You're next to me, but you don't believe in me. But the devil is alive. I got to testify. I was watching my daddy's sheep when a lion came. A bear came. I killed the lion. I slew the bear. Who is this giant? This uncircumcised Philistine. What is this cancer? What is this tumor? I dealt with a headache. I dealt with a backache. What is this deliverance? I dealt with things last year. And I made it over. I'm not running nowhere. Cancer, you got some drugs. Tumor, you got some milk. High blood, you got to go down. Diabetes, you got to leave. I'm not losing no limb. I'm fighting right now. Have I got a witness here? I dare you to say I'm fighting. I'm fighting. I know it's been rough for you. I see you in the spirit, but the devil is alive. I'm talking to some prayer warriors. You've been praying, but look like ain't nothing happened. But the devil is alive. You got to keep on praying. Pray when you feel like it. Pray when you don't feel like it. Because just when you think not, God is saying, now I'm ready. Because the Bible is right. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. It's morning time. Are you ready for your blessing? Are you ready for your anointing? Are you ready for your healing? Are you ready for your breakthrough? I wish I had some help here. Grab somebody by the hand and say, neighbor, I feel you. I know it's been rough, but the devil is alive. I got your hand, and God told me to go to the next level. And because I got your hand, I got to take you with me. Now say, come on, let's go to the next level. Yeah, hallelujah. This is your year. This is your time. You're a giant killer. God is with you. Come on, Goliath. You come with me with sword in hand, with spear in hand, with a seal. 
in the name of the Lord of hosts, in the name of Jehovah, in the name of my Prince of Peace, in the name of my healer, in the name of my deliverer, in the name of my way maker, in the name of my burden bearer, in the name of my problem solver, in the name of my doctor, in the name of my lawyer, in the name of Jesus, in the name of the Lord, I got the victory. I'm walking in victory. I'm talking in victory. I'm moving in the anointing. Yes, I am. Anybody know you got it? Anybody know you got it? Tell three people, I got it, I got it, I got it. Oh, oh, 
Get you some paper, get a scarf, get something in your hand. You done lost your mind. 
What you do tonight signifies what you're going to do for the rest of the year. Get it in your hand. Let's go. Now give yourself some room because you got to walk up and you got to cut the head of depression off. You got to cut the head of stress off. You got to cut the head of doubt off. You got to cut the head of hindrance in your ministry off. Cut it off. Ah! Here we go. One time. Woo! Look at that. See, your strength is coming. Did you feel some strength coming at arm? Look out, devil. Do it this second. Come on. Woo! Look at that power. Here come that power. Here come that power. Third time. Come on. Now let it go. He fell. Now walk up and cut his head off. Hold his head up. Go to giving God praise for your victory.
Take a look at her. She must have a whole nother window. But anyway, we know God is faithful, and uh, I'm thankful unto him. And I want to say this morning, happy Valentine's Day to everybody, everybody. Some people celebrated last weekend. Some people celebrate this weekend. But this is what I know. God is good. He's faithful. And uh, I should have gotten some little plants or something those flowers and gave them out as I went out to different places and I gave it to, you know, ladies and men and, uh, you know, to show love for God is love now and uh, to show he loves a cheerful giver. Hallelujah. And uh, I'm thankful unto him today. So listen, if no one else have anything they would like to say, we'll pray out early and uh, we pray the Lord bring us back. Tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for all that has been said and done here this morning. We thank you, Lord, for faith. 
We thank you for trust. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your spirit, your grace, and your mercy. Most of all, your love. We thank you this day. And Father, as we depart this morning, bless our going out and bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives today according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Bless our families. Bless our friends today, O oh God, near and far. And Lord, move for your people in a mighty way today. Lord, let them lift their hands and praise unto you. Hallelujah, until the breakthrough come. Oh, we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you all the praise. We ask all of this this morning in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves it. She'll forgive her. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, February 14th, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye, and uh, we're going to uh, our last song of the morning. And after this song, we won't be coming back today. God bless you. God bless you. And have a blessed day.
Oh my God. 